Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. Today on the podcast, we are covering the fact that Amazon or AWS, Amazon Web Service, is investing over $100 million into generative AI. They're creating a generative AI center. And essentially, this is a race to keep up with Microsoft and Google, who both are making some very big investments in this space. So today on the podcast, we're going to be covering what exactly is going down, what they're going to be spending that $100 million on, and where we see the industry going because of that. So the first thing to say is that Amazon's cloud unit said that it's going to be allocating this money um, to help companies use AI, essentially, um, in competition directly to OpenAI, um, who has obviously launched ChatGPT. I think it's a pretty small investment for a company that has $64 billion in cash um, on hand. And also, if you think about it, you know, this is a company that has half a trillion dollars in operating expenses every year. So, you know, this is relatively small compared to some of these other figures. Um, but that being said, I think that this announcement really shows that AWS is like recognizing the significance of what is happening in the industry right now with generative AI and the importance of um, this to their customer base, which I think is uh, is a big move, especially when they're now competing quite directly alongside Microsoft and Google um, for these web services, for servers. AWS um, is obviously competing against Microsoft's Azure, who has integrated quite a lot of really powerful AI um, offerings on their platform, right? Uh, we see OpenAI is using Microsoft's Azure platform to do all of their training. Obviously, this is because Microsoft put a $10 billion investment into OpenAI. And so that really, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say tied their hands, but I, OpenAI doesn't really have a choice. Um, and but that being said, I've actually heard that Microsoft Azure has been a really good partner for OpenAI. They built some very specialized, they've spent over a billion dollars on one of their supercomputers to help train AI on their platform. And so I think um, AWS is seeing if they don't make some big uh, if they don't make some big steps in this arena, Microsoft very easily is going to scoop up a lot of the competition. Even myself, as I'm looking at uh, developing different tools in the AI space, um, Microsoft's Azure platform is very compelling. It's very um, tempting because they have a lot of different credits, a lot of different offerings, and they have quite some some really awesome integrations on their platform. So obviously. Um, this is a big move for AWS. On the Microsoft front, they're seeing that go down with OpenAI. And on the Google front, you know, Google has been courting to their cloud platform companies like Anthropic, which is seen as essentially the number two company after OpenAI for ChatGPT-like services. Um, and they've signed it. They gave Anthropic a $300 million deal, um, which, you know, 
also means that Anthropic is going to be building on top of the Google Cloud platform. So I think AWS knows that uh, if they would like to, if they'd like to continue to court people and keep um, their customers happy, they need to make steps in this and investments into this AI space. Um, so the AWS CEO, his name is Adam Slipsky. Um, so he recently said in an interview with CBN, you ask yourself the question, where are the different runners three steps into a 10 kilometer race? Does it really matter? The point is they're three steps in and it's a 10 kilometer race. What he's trying to say here, which I think is interesting and I, I love the spin, is essentially um, it would appear as though uh, Microsoft is taking the lead here, right? They got OpenAI on board. It would appear that Google's making big steps. They got on Anthropic on board. You don't really see any of these big headliner companies making big announcements with AWS at the moment. So AWS, instead of saying, oh, no, we're getting beat, they're just like, hey, it doesn't really matter. It's a 10-kilometer race. We're only three steps in. So, you know, us starting now isn't that big of a deal. I, I like their spin. We'll see how true it is or if the first mover advantage of those three steps uh, really has cemented something for Microsoft. That being said, Bill Gates, right, the original creator of Microsoft, he did recently say that he believes there's a 50-50 chance um, that the winner in this kind of personal AI assistant chatbot, ChatGPT space, he said there's a 50% chance this goes to a startup that is not uh, Microsoft-backed, aka he thinks there's a 50% chance that someone could come out and beat OpenAI. That's, so that's an interesting concept, and maybe that plays to AWS's favor, and that, you know, that startup hasn't, you know, picked a provider yet, and they'll be able to move over to AWS and be the big winner, and it will be a big play for AWS. It's, it's left to be seen. As part of this latest announcement, Amazon has said that it's going to be adding some data scientists, a bunch of engineers, and some solutions architects to their payroll. AWS said that they're actually already working with a few companies in this AI space. They highlighted specifically Highspot, Twilio, Ryanair, and Lonely Planet. And they told CNBC recently that a program, that essentially what they're doing, it's a program rather than a physical center. So up until this point, Amazon has essentially beat out Microsoft and Google in the whole business of renting out servers with their AWS and also with data storage um, and a lot of other organizations. They use uh, AWS as kind of the lead cloud infrastructure uh, market. But those rivals of Microsoft and Google right now have a lot kind of people are calling it splashier entrances into generative AI, right? You're seeing th these are big. These are big plays. AWS says open AI. Um, and I don't think that this means uh, Amazon is completely out of the game, though, yet, because Amazon has been working with AI for a number of years, right? You see within their shopping recommendations, that's a big thing within their Amazon, you know, Alexa's voice assistant. They have made some big investments into AI um, and they I think that they they have some skin in the game. I think they have the ability. They have the team um, to, to play, be a big player in this space um, more than we've really seen them up until this point. So Microsoft has been spending billions on multi-layered alliances with OpenAI. Google is um, also beyond just, you know, Google obviously has an investment in Anthropic, but beyond just that, they're also moving to deploy all sorts of AI tools into their built-in, you know, every single Google tool at Google I.O. recently, they announced there's going to be some sort of AI integration or feature there. So I think that um, these companies, you know, Microsoft and Google have very ingrained uh pathways in this industry and AWS is starting to kind of forge their pathway and this is the first step for them. I think that um, the fact that Amazon doesn't really have the first popular large language model um, that can that can essentially compete with something like ChatGPT does not play into their favor. Um, and, you know, Slipsky said he's not, that's the CEO of AWS, he said he's not concerned 
Um, he joined AWS back in 2005, and that was actually a year before the launch of AWS. Um, so he joined Amazon. Um, and that was before AWS's core service for computing and storage really launched. And he, echoing um, Jeff Bezos, he said that the company has succeeded by listening to their customers. He said, Amazon has had many examples in its history uh, where it said, we're going to focus on our customers and have steadfast beliefs that we're going to work with customers. We're going to build what they want. And then he also said, and if people want to perceive us in a certain way, we're misunderstood. That's okay. As long as customers understand what we're, you know, what we're doing. So one challenge that I think they're going to be facing right now uh, in, you know, if they want to jump into this AI space, obviously their customers are interested in this. Um, and if they really want to get into the space, I think it's going to be, you know, the demand for AI chips. Um, so Amazon actually chose to start building their own chips to supplement graphics um, that they were previously buying from NVIDIA and, and probably still are buying a lot from NVIDIA. And so both companies right now, NVIDIA and Amazon, are you know racing to get more supply to the market. Right now there's more demand and so than there is supply. So the prices are skyrocketing. You can see that with the fact that NVIDIA's you know market cap went over a trillion dollars um, because the demand for these AI chips and GPUs are so high. So Amazon is actually trying to build their own in addition to that, which I think is, you know, that plays to them. Um, and, you know, I think the... I think something that Solipsky said was also pretty important. He said, I think the whole world has a shortage in terms of compute capacity for doing generative AI and machine learning in general right now. Um, and so I think that people are really kind of impatient with this. But over the next few months, I believe, and also Slipsky believes, that the price of this will come down. What I actually think is interesting here is that he put a time frame on this. He said he believes that in the next couple months or the next few months, um, he believes that the price of this compute, these GPUs and everything is going to come down. I think that's interesting. Obviously, there's a lot of people racing to uh, sell them. These things are, you know, worth their weight in gold. Um, and Slipsky is also kind of at the moment, I think what they're facing is the fact that there is a big slowdown in customer spending on cloud. A lot of businesses are kind of preparing for some sort of ongoing economic uncertainty. He said a lot of customers are largely through their cost optimizations, but there have been other customers who are still right in the middle of it. It's hard to predict exactly what, when that particular trend will be over, but we are still in the middle of it. And so I think what's happening is AWS and Amazon are seeing that a lot of uh, a lot of these large companies are cutting down on cloud costs. They're cutting down on uh, what they're doing and trying to cut their costs. And so um, in a space where obviously AI is booming and people are spending more there, they're spending less on other things. I think AWS knows they really have to make a strong pivot. They really have to have strong um, resources and, and new tools um, in the AI space whether that's, you know, chips or that are integrated into their platform or software in order to entice these customers back. Otherwise, Microsoft and Google are going to kind of hit them twice as hard. So I think still the AI trend is real. Um, he said that for Amazon, the momentum applies to its bedrock generative AI services and its Titan models, as well as to this new innovation center. So he believes that those have a lot of momentum behind it. He said AI is going to be the next wave of innovation in the cloud. It's going to be the next big thing that pushes even more customers to want to be in the cloud. Really, you need the cloud for generative AI. He also kind of sees um, AWS uh, as providing sort of the, a measure of credibility and offering generative AI that eludes others in the space. He said, I can tell you how many Fortune, or he says, I can't tell you how many Fortune 500 companies I've talked to who banned ChatGPT in the enterprise because at least the initial version of it just didn't have the concept of uh, enterprise security. And so I think 
right now the solution for that right a lot of people have banned ChatGPT, samsung jp morgan chase a lot of other companies have banned ChatGPT, and the the reasoning behind it is they're saying you know they're telling their employees don't put anything confidential in there because it gets sent over to you know people at OpenAI to manually review it can be leaked uh it's not secure so the solution to this i believe has already been created by microsoft and that is that they have you know, um, they have exclusive servers where they allow your company to run a version of ChatGPT exclusively for your company. They don't, it's on your own server. Nothing leaves the server. Um, the, whatever input it is not used for training. And that is your own, uh, your, your own kind of usage of ChatGPT. Microsoft is offering this on um, their Azure platform. So I believe that this problem has been solved. AWS inevitably is going to try to solve that as well by perhaps allowing you to run ChatGPT or more likely other AI models on their um, on your own cloud instances to kind of protect your company. So at least AWS is thinking about this. I believe the problem to us to some degree has been solved, um, but it, it's definitely an, an area that I think AWS and Amazon can make a play and could probably make a lot of money by really luring in some of those large lucrative corporate clients. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.